Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out, except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode number 26. What would Satan do? What must I do to be a good person? What would Jesus do? Is that all there is to being a good person? Just to emulate Jesus? Does being a good person depend on our motives or on the consequences of our actions? A cancer patient's family decides to lie to their mother and tell her that she is recovering even though she isn't. This lie will make her happy and the family is acting out of kindness and compassion. Are they right or wrong? Is it right to give away all of your money to the poor? Some of the poor will benefit, but others will lose and inequality will increase. What will happen if everyone acts like you and gives away money? The concepts of private property and private ownership will disappear and society will be reduced to conflict and anarchy. Is it right to tell your best friend the truth about her cheating boyfriend? Is it right to tell your ex-boyfriend about his cheating girlfriend? Is it wrong to join an illegal protest against police brutality? If you are a police officer and you feel a sense of community, would it be wrong for you to join such a protest? Is it right to provide a false alibi for your heroin-dealing brother? Is it right to provide a true alibi for your brother if it means that he will continue selling drugs? Life is complex, often, but not always. It's impossible to know right from wrong. Yet most people think they know how to be a good person in most situations, most of the time. We want laws. 
unbreakable laws and inflexible rules that dictate good and bad behavior for every person and for every situation. But applying rigid rules to everyday experiences doesn't work. Rules don't take into account the kind of person you are or the kind of relationship you have with other involved persons or the uniqueness of the circumstances. Ancient rules that specify appropriate and inappropriate behavior, sanctioned by an ancient religion, authored by ancient men, but no women, based on an ancient culture and ancient values, belong to an earlier time and place and are not relevant at all to our world. Ancient rules evolve from a specific society and from a specific culture and are relevant only to that specific culture and society. Morality is both time-bound and place-bound, and to transplant ancient rules to modern times is grotesquely stupid. Life is complicated. Human beings are complicated. Figuring out the right thing to do is complicated. Doing the right thing is complicated. The kind of person you are and the kind of situations you experience are unique to you. To be a good person, then, you need to be flexible. You need to be adaptable. And you need to think and reason for yourself. To be sure, it may give you some measure of emotional and even spiritual satisfaction to obey and conform to ancient customs and folkways. But being a good person requires more than rule following. It requires hard thinking and hard attention. There are no unchanging rules that fit every unique person and apply to every unique situation. Religion cannot teach you how to be a good person because being a good person does not depend on how you answer the question, does God exist? The question you should be asking is whether or not God exists what does it mean to be a good person? Perhaps, like Zeus, the Greek god, and Jupiter, the Roman god, your god actually does not exist. Perhaps also, on the whole, you truly are a good person. You have learned, then, how to be good without God. Does it make sense that God would create a conscious being complete with a free will and freedom of choice and then write a book of rules and instructions that dictate how he ought to think and behave? We are free. We are not robots or zombies. We must dare to think about the world and our place in it 
without first thinking of God. Being good does not mean blind obedience to a priestly canon of rigid rules and inflexible rules. It really doesn't matter what Jesus would do. It really doesn't matter whether or not Moses' Ten Commandments are taught in school or displayed in public. To be a good person, Socrates believed, you must perform the most important act a living person can engage in. You must think. You must think for yourself. You must make up your own mind. You must use reason and compassion to judge the rightness and wrongness of the world. Better to think and choose the wrong thing than to do nothing. The world will be a far, far better place when every true Christian ceases to ponder, what would Jesus do? But instead asks himself, what would Satan do? And simply choose not to do that. To behave less like Satan is to be more like Christ. Perhaps you ought to pay more attention to what Satan rather than Jesus would do. Perhaps this explains why God created Satan in the first place. Jesus said, quoting Isaiah, chapter 29, verse 13, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules. They have been taught. That which is not good for the bee cannot be good for the hive. Let's examine Jesus' golden rule. Do to others what you would want them to do to you. Imagine that I am a cancer patient with no hope of recovery. I want my family to tell the truth to me, to tell me that I am not recovering. Tell the truth because I am the captain of my fate and the master of my soul. Tell the truth because the truth will make me much happier than a lie. Now, Imagine that you are a cancer patient, a different kind of person, but just as true to yourself. You want your family to lie, lie to you, because they feel a deep sorrow for your misfortune and only desire to help alleviate your suffering. Lie, because a lie will make you much happier than the truth. Now, imagine a role reversal. You and I are the family member and our mother is the cancer patient. Applying the golden rule, I choose to tell the truth to her because I want her to tell the truth to me in the same situation. I am right then to tell the truth and wrong to lie. You, however, according to the golden rule, ought to choose to lie to your mother 
because you want her to lie to you in this situation. You are right then to tell a lie and wrong to tell the truth. Are you right? Am I wrong? Is it right or wrong to tell the truth? Is it right or wrong to tell a lie? What does the golden rule really mean? There are no maps. There are no roads. There are no rules. You, the individual, are the measure of right and wrong. Good and evil are not properties of things in themselves, but perspectives. Sin and virtue are not in the world, objective and independent, but a way of seeing the world. Like an eye cannot see itself in its own field of vision, but it is present. Shakespeare wrote, There is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. A prisoner of his own mind and thoughts, Hamlet has no possibility of escape. Sometimes, you just can't help but think about what you really don't want to think about. Truth can be intensely painful, just as ignorance can be intensely blissful. Today, scholars estimate that there are over 30,000 different sects comprising Christianity. All of these groups worship some version of Jesus Christ. Beyond this, they differ quite significantly. Some see Jesus as a warrior against sin. Some see Jesus as a God of love, unbothered by sin. Some see Jesus as a divine being that lived a sinless and perfect life and ought to be revered and emulated. Some see Jesus as an ordinary human being that was a great teacher and philosopher. There are tens of thousands of other competing religions in the world today, and this number probably is conservative. Why are there so many religions? The simple and best answer to this question is that each person pursues his or her own path to God. And our paths are so different because we, as individuals, are so different. What are the odds that any one of these religions gets it right and all of the thousands and thousands of other religions are wrong? What are the odds that the rules and commandments of my faith are right? And all of the thousands of other religions are wrong. Yet, this is the deeply held conviction of every believer of every religion in human history. Some scholars estimate that throughout history, we have worshipped about 1,000 significant gods. So each one of us is an atheist to every other religion and every one of the other 999 gods, but the one we have chosen to believe. 
Almost from the moment of birth, you are a social being. Your biography is social. You live in a social world. It's a lonely crowd, but you are not alone. You will never be alone. To be a good person, it is other people that you must think about, not ancient rules and rituals. Each troubling situation demands a specific judgment and a specific action from you. Being a good person depends on the nature of the situation, the kind of persons involved, and the kind of relationship you have with each person. The kind of judgment you develop is not the result of obeying timeless rules, but your character and personality. We are not born to be who we are. We grow and develop certain character traits and personality attributes and certain patterns of behavior. Some are good, like courage, humility, kindness, tolerance, and sympathy. Some, like greed, jealousy, and arrogance, are bad. You must nurture and reinforce good qualities and discourage and extinguish bad qualities. Every person is different. Every situation is unique. Change is ubiquitous. You can't step twice into the same universe. Everything that happens to you and how you react and respond to everything cannot be subject to a book of instructions. You must use practical wisdom and mature experience to achieve right judgment and right action. Be as rational as you can. Believe nothing that does not agree with your reason. Everything is up to you and everything is in your power. It is your world. You are not the world's victim, but its master. Victory was given to you at the moment of birth. Use your ability to reason. Control your emotions. Extreme feelings of fear and anger and jealousy give rise to panic and rage and greed. Strive for moderation. Seek the middle way between self-denial and excess between indifference and indulgence. If you can do that, then you will think correctly, you will live correctly, and you will behave correctly. Fear not. No matter how many times you strike out, it is never too late to run the bases. Life is difficult. In many important situations, you can be happy or you can be good, but you cannot be both a good person 
and a happy person. You must be practical. You must use practical wisdom. You must navigate toward the middle path between what is right and what is good. It's a matter of judgment. It's the kind of wisdom that can't be taught. It can only be learned. It's never right or wrong, good or bad, black or white. Life is a muddle. No one is going to be perfect at it. But if you are honest and brave, and if you trust yourself, you will find that it is in your power to do what is right and just and to be a good person. You cannot apply one rule to everything that happens to you, no matter how golden it is. But you can think for yourself and choose your own road with wisdom and determination. If you strive to do the right thing and to be a good person in the light of reason, then any road you choose will take you there. But be gentle with yourself. Longfellow wrote, And the night shall be filled with music, and the cares that infest the day shall fold their tints like the Arabs, and as silently steal away. I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to the Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.